Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Beth, Jarrett, and Rob. On today's episode, we will be discussing this week's pop culture news. For those of you who are new to the podcast, the Morning Geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. Hi, guys. <laughs> you, I, did you read the right script? <laughs> I, I, you know, I might have, I might have, might have flubbed that one a little bit. <laughs> Anthony, you look like hot. Did you do something different today? <laughs> wow. Oh, I thank you, you, Jared. Did you shave the oh, beard? Oh, my goodness. I did shave the beard, oh. put a little wig on, you know. Is that new earrings? <laughs> These are new earrings. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the uh, Everyone Kisses Beth's Ass podcast. <laughs> Flattery will get you Robin everywhere. Excellent. <laughs> All right, so Anthony um, had a scheduling conflict. Um, in other words, he's got baby duty, so which is kind of funny. So Nicolette <laughs> finally went back to – not finally. I don't mean to be shitty. Nicolette went back to work, and um, Anthony is picking up the pieces of his life. So right now he is taking <laughs> care of the baby. Um, he sends his love, and he sends his best. And, um, yeah, we'll see how we get him. Um, involved midweek real soon. So in the meantime, you got us three idiots, and uh, we'll be going through our now bi-weekly, I assume, uh, pop culture news podcast. So there we go. Hi, guys. Hi, Rob. Hello. Hi, Beth. I was a little sassy when I came on early. I want to apologize. Yeah, so um, apparently Rob doesn't know how to do anything, and whenever Rob screws up, not only does he just screw up, apparently Rob is blind drunk whenever he's doing <laughs> stuff. So I, A, forgot to send out the agenda, because I thought we were working on the agenda together. Let's start off with Sessie. And then B, I screwed up sending out the uh, Google Hangout list. Uh, not list, link, close enough, <laughs> whatever. So, But here we are. We all figured it out. Yeah, I logged on a little heated, and I feel bad about it now. <laughs> Jared well, doesn't feel bad. Rob, what went, what went well for you today? Let's balance it out. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> tell, tell us it about has what, been what a good. fairly rough day. Let me tell you something. Um, even though we're before Christmas, but apparently um, two weeks before Christmas, everyone gets uh, vapes in their stocking. So it has been a vape-heavy <laughs> week. No big deal. So all those weeks I've been like, hey, these kids are really, you know, making a turn and, like, really not doing this shit. So apparently they still are. And, um, yeah, it's just we're finding them all this week. So I do have a new collection. No big deal. Do we have a count? Uh, what are we up to? I mean, I've got five within the past seven days. So, <laughs> oh. yeah. We're apparently on a crackdown. Yeah. So. so I think, Rob, I think I have an explanation for this. See, what's obviously going sure. on is they're intentionally getting caught with vapes and to have them confiscated yeah. so that way they can ask Santa for the new 2020 vapes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is a little nugget of truth, I think, in there because that is totally what's going to happen. Because I'm like talking to a kid today. I'm like, so, dude, I'm going to be like throwing this thing away. And he's like, okay. And I was like, I'm going to throw it away. And he's like, okay. So I'm like, oh. It's like, I feel like you need to have a more of an emotional <laughs> reaction to this. So apparently he's, just, he's asking Santa for a new one, and he'll get a new one. Are there no par- big deal. Are there parents that come in, like, in a fucking frenzy? Like, how dare you take my the vape away from my perfect child? 
It's never how dare you take the vape away from my perfect child as much as it's give me back the vape you took away from my perfect child. So there are a couple of those. So we do it. Yeah, that's welcome. Yeah, we're there. Sorry, everybody. Uh, (laughs) Sorry to disappoint everybody, but that's kind of the world we live in. Sorry, society. Yeah, sorry, society. This is what we're dealing with. So, yeah, but again, I have faith that the uh, the whole vaping thing is, you know, dropping. If you vape and, you know, I hope you don't because it is very unhealthy and you're setting a poor example for the youth of tomorrow. And I'd like I'd like to tell everyone about our new sponsor, uh, Vape World. On- Anti-vaping. <laughs> no big deal. As I'm throwing back beers like there's no tomorrow. So uh, um, I don't know. Don't from alcohol, though. <laughs> no, they're no, fine. They're no. fine. I don't know if anybody's gotten the chance to listen to the Scrooge podcast. But, I started um, it this morning. I haven't finished it yet, though. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's, you, it's, I don't think you're drunk yet. Where I am? Oh yeah, I, yeah. It was it was a babbling, stupidly mess. So for, <laughs> it was like we there was the Christmas parade, and like I had a family thing, and then we had like a little post Christmas parade. So it was a long night. So I appreciate. <laughs> but yeah, you get to listen to two hours of someone going slowly into um, obliteration. So every- thank you, everybody, for <laughs> assisting with all of that. Okay. But however, we are not here to talk about the past. We are here to talk about the pop culture news. That was my. Uh, Stop talking like that. Uh, <laughs> we should have had like yeah. music after that. That yeah. was like a game show <laughs> intro. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my whole thing. So, all right. So anyway, so Anthony sent us, you know, he didn't send it to it directly as much as he suggested strongly our agenda. So that always helps us because we make sure we make the boss happy. So the first thing on the agenda this week is we had uh, two big trailers come out. We had Wonder Woman 84 for some reason. And then we had the uh, Black Widow Who Cares trailer. So it's kind of interesting that they both came out the same week. And let's start with uh, Beth being, you know, super like girl power. Like, you know, (laughs) we're going to kick everybody's ass. What is your initial reaction to let's start with Wonder Woman 1984? Um, I was super locked in. Um, you will see on my paper here that there's a heart over, you know, Pedro (laughs) with a heart around it. Because the minute I saw Pedro Pascal, I was like. Oh, hi. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it looks great. I loved the music in the background the entire time, like 80s. Um, as we discussed this weekend and Tyler br- uh, brought up, is there anybody more beautiful than than Wonder Woman? Um, she's freaking Gal gorgeous. Gadot. Yes, no. Gal Gadot. Love her. Um, yeah, it looked, it looks good. I'm definitely – I love the first one, so I definitely – I'm into the second one. And you are super into seeing Chris Pine, even though he got blown up in the first one. <sighs> yeah, I love Chris Pine. Chris Pine's fun to look at, too. Oh, my God. I was dying at the very end when they were at the art like gallery, and then he's like admiring, and she's like, oh, that's just a trash can. That's not art. <laughs> that was funny. But yeah, it, uh, looks, it looks good. So Jared, being our art connoisseur, being mm. from Brooklyn and all. Right. Do you feel that the garbage comment was insulting to the art community? Uh, no, because there is definitely a garbage can somewhere in Brooklyn with a label in front of it saying it's art. <laughs> there is a, probably it's probably in MoMA. Uh, 
there are dumber things in MoMA than a garbage can. <laughs> well, but before we get into too much on your take of Wonder Woman, there is, just so everybody knows, Jarrett's bicycle is decorated mm. like a Christmas tree with the Christmas <laughs> yes. lights. I noticed it. <laughs> up and I'm, down his Christmas bicycle. Well, I'm having my annual shitmas party on Saturday, and I have to decorate the apartment. <laughs> I'm not a savage. <laughs> is there a tree in the apartment, or oh, is it just you will, the, the holiday bicycle? You will love this. Hang on. Hang on. Stay right there. This needs a visual yeah, everybody oh. missed Jarrett this smacking a, his head into the seat a, of his bicycle. This needs a visual representation of the tree. This is. It is. <laughs> it's an inflatable. So Jarrett has. It is an oh, inflatable hey. cooler. <laughs> that I got for three dollars at some terrible. At a. Got it for three dollars at some terrible like Chinese garbage shop in New York City, <laughs> and that is my Christmas so, tree. So you're celebrating the birth of Christ with a blow-up Christmas tree you bought in Chinatown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're saying that Don't like tell me how to celebrate. You're, you're saying that like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. All right. So w- all right. So now we're on shipmas party. What? So you have the annual shipmas party. Give yes. us walk us through the shipmas party. So the point of the shipmas party is that. People that come, uh, their objective is at some point before the party to find the dumbest slash worst thing you can pay money for that's under $20. So to give, and that we do a a white, was it white elephant they call it? White elephant, yeah. yeah. So to give you an example, uh, let's see what, in past years, I have gotten uh, a commemorative knife, a hunting knife with Sarah Palin's face on it. Uh, I have a, I don't even know how to express it. I have a lamp that was, it's important to note that it's manufactured in 1998, according to the box. The reason why this is relevant is it's like a scenic lamp of New York City where like, oh, it looks like there's like balloons flying around the city and blah, blah, blah. But at a certain point, it looks like there's a plane flying into the Twin Towers. Stop (gasps) it. I'm not, I am not fucking kidding. Oh my goodness. Merry Christmas. Three years ahead of the fact. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I could hey. not. If I, 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 oh, I gotta put a picture of this thing on Instagram. It's like, it's, it's <laughs> now you do. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, I got a uh, a three foot tall statue of the Rock. <laughs> he's, what? He's, much better. He's staring at me right now. You uh, still have all this shit in the apartment? The su- or everything is. I have a cl- I have a closet that I just throw this shit in, and then the next year at the party, I like put it somewhere in the apartment. For decoration. Is he in his wrestling speedo in the three inch? Three oh inch, yeah, three foot? yeah, and it says uh, and it says the Rock right across his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 41. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, well, Wonder Woman, <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984. Anthony's gonna kill us. Yeah, it's all right. All right. So, how do we feel about Wonder Woman 1984? Well, I'm very insulted that you thought Beth was more into girl empowerment than I was. I mean, no. Ugh. I mean, she probably is. Let's be honest. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if I was into the trailer or if I just really liked the song "Blue Monday" that was playing through <laughs> playing throughout. Mm-hmm. Is that the name of that damn song? Who sings it's that? Blue Mon- it's Blue Monday. Uh, it is sung by New Order and was covered in the '90s by Orgy, which is probably where a lot of people heard back in the day. Mm-hmm. That was this like, fucking guy. Yeah, look at right. me knowing stuff about stuff. Look at you. Wow, it's four master's degrees. <laughs> look what you get. <laughs> And it looked all right. I wasn't. Wonder Woman one was fine. It was like 
that <laughs> I think people thought it was better than it was just because it was like so much better than the B movie of Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> but now, it do was, we it was need fine. a? Do we need another movie? And I'm not trying to be that guy, but I feel like let's like, do we need another Kristen Wiig movie? Or like, is it okay that we're, she's actually in this thing? We're against Kristen Wiig. I got nothing against Kristen Wiig other than she always pops up as the same character in every movie. But she's playing yeah. the she's playing the villain though. It's different. Is she the villain? She's the villain. Beth is she the villain? I mean, you would assume anytime they show a random person in a movie, they're gonna like yeah. trailer, they're gonna turn out to be the villain. In a superhero movie. Yeah, she'll be like nerdy. I have but no idea. She has like some nerdy grudge against Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman's hot or something. I don't know. And then... Uh, I feel like they're trying to do like a whole Linda Carter, like Linda Carter's alter ego. It like kind of looks like her a little bit. Mm. So I wonder if they're kind of playing on that. But like I don't quite get where she's coming from. But then who do they fight? Like there was no one else in the trailer. Are they fighting Pedro Pascal? Yeah. They're fighting oh. the Mandalorian himself, Pedro yeah. Pascal. Was, I didn't think of that. I forgot. How could I forget about him? I have his. <laughs> All right, so I feel I, like I Pedro Pascal's head fills up the entire screen because he looks like he's just got a giant skull. And I'm like super into Pedro Pascal right now because I'm very into Mandalorian, as we're going to talk about in a little bit. But um, I feel like him coming in as a bad guy in what will relatively be a cheesy movie while he's riding the high of Mandalorian right now, can do nothing but destroy like the kind of positive parts of his career that we're celebrating right now. So, Beth, how do you feel about Pedro Pascal right now? I'm in love with Pedro Pascal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Is it I, his I'm lack not, of I'm face or mustache? <laughs> it's everything. It's his voice. Yeah, how's this? I'm not like happy with the blonde wig in Wonder Woman, but I mean it is the '80s, so. So everybody looks like a Ken doll. Yeah. Yeah. How is this ruining? How's this ruining anything? He's not. You realize he's not going to be a villain in real life. Like he's not actually turning to evil <laughs> as a person. No, but if I, I feel like right now he is like he's celebrated in Mandalorian. Mandalorian's getting tremendous reviews. Everyone like the fan base is like couldn't be happier with it. Like Jesus Christ, Pedro Pascal's the second coming. Besides Baby Yoda. But, um, you know, we're throwing him into what could potentially be a disaster of a Wonder Woman movie. Um, so I'm just kind of curious. Good career move, bad career move. Like Zero what? chance this movie fails. This movie's going to make Zero billion dollars. <laughs> what? <gasps> now, what's selling Wonder Woman 1984? Is it the, like, hyper color in her outfit? Or is it, like, the shoes that aren't real shoes and they're kind of like half shoes. No one noticed the shoes? <laughs> I didn't notice. Am I the only person who noticed the shoes? <laughs> yeah. So the shoes, like the boots are like split in half from the front and the back. I'm the only one who noticed. It's called, You're the only one. It's called fucking fashion, Rob. <laughs> it's called fucking fashion. Look it up. My bad. But, sorry. So, and then we got Chris Pine, a character who we are led to believe explodes in the first movie, which kind of creates that whole dramatic crescendo at the end of it. And... Um, even isn't it's a it's like a motivator in Justice League, the fact that this dude is dead, and here we are kind of bringing him back for the sequel. So like, what the fuck? I mean, is it are they ripping off Captain America that much? Where now he's the Winter Soldier? 
It certainly feels that way. <laughs> does does he have? Are they going to change it a little? Like he has like a a wooden leg <laughs> instead of a metal arm. Right, so, so Anthony always finds that Chris Pine is an overrated actor. Do we find Chris Pine as an overrated actor, Beth? I thought Anthony liked Chris Pine. I don't remember no, hearing no. him say. Anthony hates all people's name that start with the uh, start with Chris. So if it's like Chris Pine or Chris Pratt or Chris Hemsworth, or if you were in a Marvel movie, <laughs> apparently he hates you right away. So he does not like Chris Pine. I don't think he's overrated. He's not in like a bunch of stuff. And he's, he's in a, good he's stuff. A, he's appropriately rated, I think. I don't think he's under or over. Like, I doubt he's going to win an Oscar, but, like, I don't hate when he shows up. All right. All right, so if, we, if we're, if we like, we seem to be, like, one, I liked the first Wonder Woman movie. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I think, as Jared famously said, it's fine. <laughs> like, everything kind of works. Like, we're okay with it. Um, you know, was I really desperate for another movie? Uh, I think it's more... I think based on the the trailer and the kind of the feel of the thing, we're definitely pulling the strings of 1980s nostalgia. We're riding the wave of Stranger Things here a little bit, not to be shitty, hmm. but um, I think we're certainly down that road that they're going to try to like kind of grab a little bit of that. But like most DC trailers, when you're kind of watching them, like yeah, fuck yeah, we're going to blow shit up and we're feeling real good. But it's you know at the end of the day, we're going to be able to kind of carry this movie, and especially a movie that. You know, if we're kind of going by the comic book movie playbook, is this something that's going to continue or is this something that kind of dies with this? So, in other words, Jared, here's my question to you. Mm. Does the future of the DC cinematic universe as we know it right now ride on the success of Wonder Woman 1984? I don't think they should. I think they sh- I don't even get why they could do in- doing an extended universe. Like, people like Wonder Woman just, like, do Wonder Woman movies. It's fine. I don't need to see them all together because they're doing better splitting this shit up like i don't want to see joaquin phoenix in a dc universe movie you know what i mean or even shazam like fine let it be its own thing you don't have to you don't. i liked it you don't have to cross it over to everything uh but they'll let's be honest they'll probably try again i mean the the uh the flash movie apparently got announced like right before we started recording this so that's actually how did it finally officially Uh, that's apparently happening with what's his face that's a spoiler. Ezra. Ezra Miller? Miller. Yeah. No. Oh. Which is whatever. Whatever. Anybody? Uh, whatever. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll add. Because Infinite Crisis started. Uh, is anybody watching that? Just out of curiosity. Oh, I didn't know it started. Did you watch it? Oh. Beth, did yeah. you watch Infinite Crisis yet? No, not yet. All right. So we'll go fuck ourselves in. <laughs> so apparently uh, Infinite Crisis started um, last night, if I am kind of remember correctly. Um, and without any kind of feedback, I'm like, I'm mildly curious to see it. I'm not into the, that kind of universe at all. I'm not watching any of those WB movies, um, or TV shows or whatever the heck it is, but they've kind of captured my interest with all these people they're bringing back to kind of reprise previous roles, whether it's Kevin Conroy's Batman or Brandon Routh, Superman, or the dude who played, uh, the flash in the 1990s. So, like, all of that is, like, really interesting to me, but I think I can get it all in clips found on the internet rather than spending, like, the hours and hours it'll take to uh, to watch this in real life. But I digress. Um, so, Black Widow also came out. Um, so, you know, here we are with this Black Widow movie. Everybody up to this point has seen 
um, Avengers, um, everybody blows up. And um, we all kind of know that Black Widow has kind of moved on to the, the great reward. But yet here we are with a trailer. Um, Beth, how do we feel about this Black Widow trailer? Um, it didn't keep my interest. I'll be honest. I was like texting while I was watching it. That's how <laughs> not very interested I was in it. I mean, until like David Harbour appeared on the screen, then I was back in. But yeah, it didn't do much for me. I definitely won't go to the theater to see it. You know, have I'll... you seen what was the last Marvel movie you saw in the theater? Um, in the theater. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, probably the was it Endgame? No, I haven't even seen Endgame. Probably the first oh. Avengers. Wow, wow. Yeah, <laughs> not a big Marvel. I'm a, I've always been DC uh, over Marvel. Gotcha. Um, but David Harbor's not enough to get you in the uh, the theater. No, gotcha. I'll wait till it's on Disney Plus. Nice, <laughs> Jared. Well, I got that. Uh, I have that unlimited movie pass thing now because it was on sale for Black <laughs> Friday. So I get so I'll see everything in the theater now. <laughs> So it's a bad it's a bad metric. So is it like are you excited to see it? It looks better than I thought. I didn't know what it was going to be. Uh it looks better than I thought it would. Um I'm glad I didn't know David Harbour was in it. That was a fun surprise. I am curious though about wasn't he just in like Hellboy shape and now he's fat again? When did they film this when did they film this movie? It's it, he's got that Christian Bale mentality. I was just saying I was just thinking Christian Bale. Yeah, he'll change his body shape for whatever movie he gets. <laughs> sure, I'll I'll lose two hundred pounds and gain two hundred back in a month and a half. Like, let's do it. So I, I found this movie to be like as much as, and it it could be totally the editors of the trailers, but I'm watching the two back to back, and the one that I'm more excited about, even though I'm not just kind of like all in, is the Wonder Woman trailer. It's the Black Widow stuff. It's like we we've seen so much of her. She's been so much of a secondary character. That is it, like, we're all kind of thinking of, like, all right, can we do an entire movie with, you know, Scarlett Johansson, great actress, very interesting, but do we want to kind of live in that character's world for that much, you know, longer other than a supporting character in, in an Iron Man movie? And David Harbour is kind of there as, like, a big, goofy guy with a Russian accent, but again, mm-hmm. is that enough to uh, to carry everything? But you know who else is in this thing? Mrs. Eyebrows herself, Rachel Weiss. <laughs> oh, was just she, saying. Was she in the trailer? I didn't even. Yeah, she was in the trailer. She was. She popped up a couple times in there. Oh, I gotta watch it again. I think I was texting too while I was watching. This. <laughs> <laughs> I was. T- I was. We texting were texting Beth. each other about how <laughs> shitty the trailer was. <laughs> so Rachel Weiss, who also played a Russian in The Enemy Behind Gates, is back to her Russian level eyebrows. So she had made the local news lately, because I don't know if you know this, but Rachel Weiss apparently is married or whatever to Daniel Craig, who we'll talk mm-hmm. about in a couple of minutes. And they live in the beautiful Hudson Valley. Oh. <laughs> More specifically, they live, I guess, in the Kingston area, which is the original uh, state capital. No big deal. Wait, so these two British people were like, let's go to America, and they went to the Hudson Valley? <laughs> and they went to the beautiful Hudson Valley. So they live up in Kingston now. So, like, the news article that I read, like a legitimate news article I read this morning, stated that Rachel Weiss was shopping in Hannaford's, which is a, like, local, mm. you know, grocery store. And while she was there, two people got into a fight about somebody's baby's mama, and one person <laughs> ripped 
the wig off of the other person. And I guess Rachel Weiss was like privy to seeing that firsthand. And somehow that made it to Associated Press News. So long story short, I wish that someday I hit a level of fame that me just witnessing kind of random regular events makes it to like national news. A random regular event is baby mamas pulling each other's wigs off. Oh, in the beautiful Hudson Valley, that is yes, that's regular news. <laughs> it's just like they got they were so into like they just had a whole day of hiking and going to breweries that they were just like you know what let's rip each other's wigs off <laughs> in, a, in a Hannaford's. Oh. All right, so we have a movie that is an established DC character that is kind of like. According to the trailer, feels like it's all over the place. So we're kind of living in the world of 1980s, and then we have a little bit of the Amazonian stuff, and then we have a little bit of, you know, repetition of the old characters in Chris Pine, versus also a movie that we're kind of guessing is taking place in the past with uh, Scarlett Johansson going back and seeking out her old life. It's more or less giving an origin story to a character at this point we've known for the better part of 10 years. So if we kind of have to go back and forth here is like, which one is going to be the movie? If we have two hours to kill, which one are we going to watch? If we can only watch one of the two, Beth, which of the two are we going to watch? Oh, Wonder Woman, hands down. Okay. How come? Um, I mean, I really, really enjoyed the first one. I love Gal Gadot. Like, um, I haven't even seen all of the Avengers movies and, not super interested. I like Scarlet, but not super interested in Black Widow as a character. So, gotcha, Jarrett. I'll go see Black Widow, and then Beth and I will text each other during the movie to tell, tell, tell each other about the other movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, we'll text her like, "Is Rachel Vice in your movie?" She's not. <laughs> How's her eyebrows? Do they look okay? Can she brush them? <laughs> So because we had like a big couple of weeks here, because we didn't obviously do a podcast last week, there's a couple of different trailers that had come out. So we're, we're talking heavy trailers at this point. Um, one of the big ones that came out is the uh, the Mulan trailer. Now, I got to be totally honest. There, I got two things kind of going against me here. I, I watched Mulan once in my life, and it was a billion years ago whenever the thing came out. The only thing I could tell you is the chick from Street Fighter played the voice of Mulan and Eddie Murphy, for some reason, is in this movie. Um, and then the other thing is I really haven't sat down to watch any of the live action Disney movies that seem to be plaguing us over the past couple of years. And somehow they are both combined into this particular nightmare. So, um, Jarrett... You just said before you've never saw the original I Mulan never, movie. I've never watched Mulan. In fact, <laughs> so how, based on the tra- based on the trailer, yeah. are you even interested in like diving into Mulan, or are you just going to sit here and just be a dope about it? So here's the horrible thought that I had before the movie, or the before the, I watched the trailer. I said, I said in my head, I was like, oh, at least they didn't. <laughs> at least they didn't cast Tom Cruise in this one that I realized like no that wasn't Mulan that was The Last Samurai <laughs> <laughs> that was a great movie The Last Samurai I love that thing yes, Tom that Cru- is Tom- Top Gun with a sword Tom Cruise the white guy he's The Last Samurai <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, I, I, are we running out of, are they running out of animated movies? Like, is this trend going to stop just because they don't have <laughs> the material anymore? Like, what else can they live action remake after this? I mean, I feel like we're, we're, on, we're knocking on the door of Little Mermaid. What, like, what's the next one do? I don't it's know. Like we did, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We did Beauty and the Beast. We did Aladdin. We did Lion King. Now we're doing Mulan. We did Cinderella. What do we got left? Are we doing Cinderella? No, they already did Cinderella with Lily, um, Lily James. Well, there you go. So <laughs> they did Dumbo. We... I don't know if you did. You say Dumbo? Oh shit! Yeah, Dumbo's in that vein. Are they going to try to do live action Fantasia? I can't. <laughs> I mean, they they're, the they're gonna have, I mean, Little Mermaid feels like the next one that's going to be up. Um, yeah, that's got to be the next one coming out. It's already been cast. Is it really? Yeah, uh, remember? Uh, do we not remember the world-ending controversy? That they cast oh, an I... African-American girl as Ariel. Exactly. Everyone flipped um, their I shit. I don't remember yesterday at this point. I have no idea. But yeah, they just recently at... cast Eric. Who's Eric? Um, I don't know. Some no-name guy. <laughs> some good-looking no young deal. guy. <laughs> oh, as long as he's good-looking. Eric Erickson. And... <laughs> and then we <laughs> he's a viking mm. and then we completely skipped over pocahontas like what the hell like how oh, come yeah. we're not doing pocahontas what the fuck i feel like that could be problematic <laughs> pocahontas could be problematic I feel like that it's you know you know no matter what they do with it it's someone there's going to be someone protesting something like it's just the nature of it <laughs> like i think so they're going to do, do they're going to do it but they're going to wait for <laughs> they're going to like try to crack that egg <laughs> and then we'll start doing some live action Toy Story and Monsters Inc. And then we'll do a live action, you know, Finding Nemo, and think we'll be set. Then they can do. So I guess the no, then they can do animated live action, like I do animated Bedknobs and Broomsticks and Candleshoe. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Bedknobs and Broomsticks. I love Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Oh my god, it takes forever to get through it. Apparently, it's a five-hour <laughs> movie. I don't know if you know that. So. um... I guess the question is, do we need these live action movies or is this like, is this something we should be embracing and is this something that we should be excited about or and are we just like cynical assholes? Beth? Um, I mean, I, I am with you guys or I don't see the need for it, but I have enjoyed the ones that I've seen. Um, and I'm with you guys. I've, I think I've maybe only seen Mulan once, if I even have. I don't fully remember. I mean, the trailer looked good. It didn't look like, you know, bad or it wasn't like off-putting or anything. But I don't know if we necessarily need it. But it's like you yeah. can't leave one out if you're making almost <laughs> all of the big ones. Like, people are going to complain if they're not doing specific ones, probably. So, And plus, I'm they're going to make money. <laughs> I'm saying, where's Pocahontas in this yeah. grand scheme? If we're doing Milan, where the hell's Pocahontas? Jared? We need a new go-to question other than, do we need this movie? Like, we don't need any of the... <laughs> we don't need any We don't any need any movies, shit. really. Does the universe need this to continue? <laughs> I think... Okay, the universe. Let's see. I think the sun will still burn hydrogen uh, <laughs> if this movie doesn't come out. If that's where you're going Don't hit this. me with science. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> It's fine. People will go see it. I won't. And who? Fine. <laughs> so apparently, so what I don't realize, and what you, all of us seem to not realize, is there is a level of affection for Mulan that all of us don't seem to get. That apparently the generation below us. So what? What we're Gen X, aren't we? Mm-hmm. 
So apparently not the millennials because the millennials aren't old enough, but there's that like little section of Generation Y for mm. some reason has dialed into Mulan that they're the people that are really kind of not crying for this stuff, but apparently are interested in this stuff. So whereas Mulan kind of completely passes by, a lot of those people for some reason, and I'm hearing this more often than not, the song I'll Make a Man Out of You is their like Star Spangled Banner. Like this is the like <laughs> battle cry for some reason. <laughs> so it became a, like, it, I, as I speak to people, they're like, well, you know, I'll make a man out of you. It's like, for, what does that mean? Like there's a song that the Mulan is trading and we're going to make a man. Out. I was like, oh, okay, what about it? They're like, it's an amazing sequence and it's an amazing song. And I'm like, I totally don't remember. So this might be a little bit of like, get off my lawn. Just saying. Aren't Gen Y and okay. the millennials the same thing? <laughs> no, there's Gen Y and there's millennials. So millennials are apparently a lot more shitty. So Gen X <laughs> rolls through like this, like mid 70s to like the early 80s as far as like being born. And, like, early 80s to up to, like, early 90s is, like, that Gen Y. And then, like, 90s, like, through are the millennials. So it's just that's that's kind of where we're dealing. It's that kind of, like, like Gen X always complains that we're the forgotten generation. Like, fuck that noise. No, Gen Y is the forgotten generation. <laughs> just saying. I heard I was an X. So there's, I heard I was an X-ennial. <laughs> What the like, hell is that? Xennial is it's like seventy eight to eighty two, and it means like, yeah, like you don't think technology is the devil, <laughs> but you're still kind of old. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. Google. Yeah, Google. isn't that Gen X? Google it. Google it. It's a thing. No, Gen X can be very like. <laughs> Rob's Gen X through and through. He's get off my well, lawn. So are you? Oh, Xennial. That's because we're like in the middle of Gen X and Millennial, so it's Xennial. Right. Yeah. Rob, you were born in 77. I was born in 78, man. We're like two different worlds. Clearly, it's two different universes. <laughs> what the hell do I know? <laughs> I did learn, speaking of like, you know, speaking outside of our grade, um, I learned a new word. Yes. This Ooh. week, just yesterday. So excited. And when the kid said it, like my ears perked up, like I was so excited that I was getting a new word. And I'm like, what does that mean? So dude said um, he just got into a fight with, like, another kid. And he's kind of explaining what, you know, transpired. And the guy's like, well, the guy wanted smoke, and I don't want no smoke. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was like, what would you say? He's like, he wanted smoke. And I was like, what does that mean? And he's like, you know. I was like, I don't know. So you need to tell. Like, like the joy in my face that I'm going to learn a new word. So smoke in my, like, kind of, like, universe is, like, some sort of, like, smokescreen or like some sort of like precursor to thing but i guess smoke at this point means beef like you got some beef with somebody hmm. oh my god so in other words did you guys know that that's what smoke meant kids are really into slow cooking meats and that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry. so I digress. So I'm whatever. So I'm I'm on smoke right now. That seems to be like it it like I always go back to sus. Sus is my favorite word ever. So like when like kids come in and they're like kind of like being weird or like they know that's pretty sus and they look at me like what the fuck is that? I was like, you know, sus, like weird, suspect, and then like, are you aren't you like in your early forties? Like, just shut up, kid. Like, leave me alone. Anyway, um, so we did the Mulan trailer. We do not 
do we need these things? Do we not need these things? I'm like leaning towards like we totally don't need these things at this point. Like let's kind of bang out Pocahontas and the Little Mermaid because I feel like we have to. All of those movies kind of are uh, existing at this point. But um, uh, I think we're good. I think we've kind of exhausted this particular uh, Disney genre. They'll come up there. It's not exhausted. Come on. They're going to make money and they're going to keep doing them because they can make them for cheap and screw over the writer, the original writers. Yeah, apparently they're making a shitload of money with all this stuff. But like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? And now with Disney what Plus, else? they're just going to pump out, pump them out, pump yeah. out like maybe less popular ones just straight to the the streaming. Didn't Lady and the oh. Tramp come out in Disney Plus? Yes, it was good. I really like I needed that one. <laughs> it was so good. Unbelievable. Beth, tell us about Lady and the Tramp, live action Lady and the Tramp. Uh, didn't we talk about it on another one? I totally don't remember. Yeah, I think briefly. But I just it was really cute. It was dogs and it was sweet. I really liked it. Are Tessa there Thompson. any people in it? Yeah, there are people. Like there's people in the cartoon like the the guy from the pound that's trying to collect the fight you know hunt down the tramp and then the parents that own lady the husband and wife um darling and jim deer um yeah the and then the aunt the evil aunt that tries to take lady to the pound or wherever yeah there's people in my head there's a fifth this is a 15 second movie of two dogs eating spaghetti (laughs) <laughs> and anything that transpires before or after it, I totally don't remember. Oh no, it's really, really good. That's that's one of the animated movies that I really enjoy, and the I definitely the live action lived up. So, Jared, are you enjoying my Disney Plus? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate that you keep half watching stuff, so then when I go into it, it starts in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you watch Bed Knobs in Room Six? <laughs> I actually haven't. I haven't watched the old movies yet. I'm. I'm. I'm behind on too much shit. <laughs> oh my god. I'm. I'm like. It's gotten to a point that I am like looking forward to Friday. Obviously, I'm looking forward to Friday nights still like not work, but like looking forward <laughs> to Friday nights because I got a shit ton of stuff to watch between Mandalorian and the freaking Jeff Goldblum show, which is the greatest thing ever since Oxygen. And um, I'm really into. I'm like like uncomfortably into the Imagineering series. The Imagineering, like it is interesting, but at the same time, I feel like it's just like a hour long commercial. And it's like, look oh, it's at, so look at how great this thing we made is. <laughs> Wouldn't you love a- to As be I'm here? watching it, I'm like, oh, wow, I gotta go to fucking Disney. Yeah, like, right? What the hell? And then you have that moment. I was like, what is wrong with my brain? It is completely being brainwashed. <laughs> I was completely like, I gotta get to Hong Kong and check out this park. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've never, for some reason, wanted to go to Hong Kong more <laughs> than apparently to go see a Disney version in Hong Kong. I mean, so, I'll no just push can. all the protesters built- out of the way. <laughs> They built its own island to put it on. Oh, my God. Exactly. Like, whatever. All right. Whatever. All right. So um, the other kind of last big trailer that came out was the uh, new 007 trailer. Um, of course, continuing with the line of Daniel Craig, this one called No Time to Die, uh, co-starring uh, Remy Malik. Um, like, cool. It's a 007 movie. Jared, do you care? (laughs) I mean, sure. Is James James Bond's going to sleep with someone 30 years younger than him? And then 
He's gonna. Good for you, James he, Bond. He's gonna go. Ro- he's gonna go rogue, and then maybe not at the go rogue at the end. <laughs> sure, sounds great. Bond. I mean, at Bond thirty four. Let's do it. Do, is there a difference? And forgive me. I'm sure there's difference, and someone is gonna be screaming at. But like, as far as like a movie goes, like, is there a difference at this point between Jack Ryan and James Bond? Like, it is still. Like action thriller, people are running around, but is there anything that is so uniquely James Bond at this point that we need to continue making James Bond movies? This goes back to my gripe about movies being about things that happen in actual life. Like, I don't want to see a dude fighting terrorists. Like, we have to worry about that shit all day. (laughs) (laughs) Beth, how do you feel about a 50-year-old Daniel Craig going out or um, messing around with a 20-year-old somebody else? Uh, I don't have any problem with it. He's handsome nice. and she's into it, whatever. <laughs> um, as long as he's good looking, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I've never ever seen a James Bond movie in my life. So I watched this trailer and I said, ooh, Voldemort. And then that's about it. <laughs> Jared, do you watch any of these James Bond movies? I actually, I liked the first uh, Daniel Craig one. Um the fuck was that one called? Casino Royale. Right? Uh, yeah, I like that one a lot, but I've I've watched the other like I didn't like the Pierce Brosnan ones. I didn't like I saw those when we were growing up. Uh, I've tried watching the old, really old ones; those were like unwatchable. But like <laughs> I don't get how people are just into it after I, what is this 28, 20 something like oh, who that? Who the hell knows? It's like a billion of these. And like I can't I can't tell what the dif- the different like what's getting in and into it every time. It's the same fucking movie. It's I I think if you're if you're getting James Bond you're like you're remembering it not by the titles of the movies but by the guy who's playing James Bond at this point and it's like as you just said there's like the Pierce Brosnan period which I remember Goldeneye being strong because it was so different from the uh, what's his face the um, Timothy Dalton ones which were different from the Roger Moore ones and it's just like all right like. Is this going to be the Daniel Craig last one? I think this totally is. I think they announced that already. But um, it's they still have an audience. People are still coming to see these things. Um, I can't just I'm not I'm not a guy who's like way into 007. I'm not a guy who's way into Daniel Craig. But what's funny is like if I sit down to watch it, I always seem to enjoy it. But I never need to seek these things out. I've never gone like gone to the movies to see it. Like it's always just on HBO or whatever. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's a perpetual motion machine at this point. Like you just oh, it's the new James Bond movie. That's a movie that will like they'll get a certain number of people to see it as long as they keep their budget under a certain amount. Like it'll just keep right. it'll just and just don't make something that's like incredibly horrible. Like it'll just keep coasting. We'll we'll coast with this guy for a little while until they say he's too old and then we will begin the next search for who is going to be the next James Bond. Which I think at some point was going to be the dude who played Loki in the Marvel movies was the last one I heard. Ooh, Tom oh, Hiddleston? yeah, I heard yeah. that. I don't. I don't think that's. I don't. I think that's not happening anymore. But yeah. And then uh, the rumor was like Idris Elba or something. I think. I yeah, he was. That's an interesting choice. I mean, until the protests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of negative attitude, Jarrett. That's really you know. Uh, wait, wait till we talk about Watchmen. <laughs> let's talk about watchmen and giant penises all right so as we move forward right oh we'll get we'll get that's what she said we'll get there boom all right so 
Um, so Mandalorian continues to kick ass, as does Baby Yoda. Um, Beth, is this a Star Wars series that you're actually watching? Hell yeah. So now, are you watching it completely based on Baby Yoda? Um. Well, no. I started watching it and liked it on the first episode, and there wasn't even a Baby Yoda. Till what he was on the very end of the first episode, or not even till sure. the second episode. Yeah, very and end I, of the episode. yeah, yeah. No, I'm watching. I'm obsessed with Baby Yoda, like till no end. But no, I totally enjoy it. Obviously, you know my love for Pedro Pascal. Um, I like Gina Carano now that she's on finally. Um, no, it's totally got my interest now that I'm have entered the Star Wars Star Wars universe and become a fan. Now, as a person who's, like, new to Star Wars and kind of, like, just getting into it and just kind of, like, whatever, does this series make you more interested in seeing Episode Nine, Or is this kind of series like, hey, this is great all by itself, but I don't need to see all that other shit? Um, I feel like it's – I mean, I've only seen the original three Star Wars so far, and I just – I feel like this is super standalone. Like, I, I don't – I don't know if it makes me. I do want to continue to watch all of them, and and I have more of an interest now, especially with how into the Mandalorian I am. But um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's. I think standalone, this is good enough. Without you know, I don't think it's making me more. Inv- I just feel like they're so different. Like I could have watched this by itself without even having watched the original Star Wars movies, and still be into it and locked in. All right, so now there's this kind of th- work in theory here is that people are so excited about the series that they're – but there's really like – it's almost like a misguided excitement for it because there's really – if we're kind of looking at the storyline and the story arc and what we're doing with the character and everything that kind of goes along with it, is there really that much being brought to the table? Is there that much that's being new and is there that much to anticipate the continuation of the storyline? So, Jared, is there, like, enough here that you feel there's actual substance to this? Or are we all just kind of, like, lost in this kind of glow of Baby Yoda? I'm not actually sh- – like, I thought I was re- – I remember we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like, I thought I was really into the show, but I, the more I think about it, <laughs> the more I think I would – as much as I enjoy it, I would probably enjoy a show more if it was just a show about Baby Yoda eating soup. Like just on a, on a <laughs> just on a like I, he went out and the last episode when he goes to the cantina when he was walking to the cantina my thought was like ooh I wonder if they have soup there that Yoda can eat <laughs> 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 like just put him eating soup like the Yule log like it's just on a loop like just him standing there that's all you need <laughs> that's all you need uh, but you know what even if there is no substance to it like who cares like I'm still into it for whatever mm-hmm. as stupid a reason it is. Like, Everybody is locked in. Everybody's yeah. in, and it's all like for, and like no one seems to be able to put their finger on it. It is kind of like the he's doing the same. It's going to be the same thing every week. I can tell. Like he's going to show up to a place. Like oh shit, we got to do this thing, and then like he does it and leaves, and like it's completely has nothing to do with what's going on. From you know, there's no overarching storyline. No, there's no overarching yeah. story other than like uh, Baby Yoda MacGuffin. There's really like nothing that's carrying us from one episode to the other. And the only other thing that we seem to have is that the last week, everybody's caught up, I imagine, is like we had a little cliffhanger there in the end where uh, the chick who was originally the voice of Mulan, nice segue, um, Mm -hmm. apparently is kind of laying there dead. And we have a couple of feet that stop by 
and then we're kind of left with a dum, dum, dum. so like i guess the big question is who is that person i think i was texting i don't even remember <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Can you focus on a show Apparently for 13 not. seconds, please? <laughs> I Beth, mean, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Oops. So oh, so do you feel that that is... So, like, the, the working story right now is that that is Boba Fett. So, Boba Fett, mm. in this particular storyline, has kind of, you know, come out of the Sarlacc pit. He has survived Return of the Jedi, and right now he's on the uh, the heels of the Mandalorian. But um, you know, is is that something that we need, or do, do I, or do we kind of like take a breath here and like let this exist outside in the world of Star Wars? But we don't need to drag some Star Wars characters into it. Yeah, I wish they would. I I don't know if maybe they didn't. I mean, it's a few episodes in, but I don't know if maybe they thought that it needed it to to survive. But I think it could survive well on its own without bringing in. Any old, any Star Wars characters? Sure, Jarrett. Yeah, it's it's a little too fan servicey like that. Um, mm-hmm. I I thought the man, I thought he was Boba Fett for a while, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah, I remember that. you saying that yeah. at the very beginning. Like I literally thought they were gonna at some point be like, "Yo, Boba Fett," and go be, "What, yo, what up?" And then it's like, "Oh, he's Boba Fett." <laughs> <laughs> he does some hand signals and <laughs> yeah. like high fives. <laughs> yeah, they have like an elaborate so handshake or something. But yeah, it seems like it's kind of. Like oh it like uh, oh let's just take a walk through Star Wars land like look he's at the cantina remember the cantina huh? uh I could do without it I mean it's fine that it's there but it's they don't really need it um yeah they, they could they could have fought they, something besides an ATST <laughs> <laughs> although that was pretty and again that, I think that's where it really comes down to is like yeah they could have done it but what they did was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> So there's like there's a lot of uh, like the the hardcore fans that are like we don't need all this fan service but right now we really appreciate the fan service so thank you for giving it to us and I'm just curious if that translates into um, hashtag Boba Fett in uh, week uh, whatever uh, uh, one of the students came up to me and they're like hey did you see the end I was like yeah like hey did you hear his footsteps and I was like yeah I guess like he was walking up to the body. He's like, if you take that soundbite of him walking and, like, listen to the walking of Boba Fett in Return of the Jedi, they sound exactly the same. I was like, oh, my God. And you were like, give me Rob, your vape pen. is this, give me is your, this your favorite pen. student? <laughs> <laughs> give me your Then the kid pen. graduated as a freshman. I don't know how we figured it out, but it just needs to be. There is nothing more that we can teach him in the high school, so off he goes. <laughs> so anyway. Who's listening um, to the what? The fucking footsteps. Are you kidding me? There's like, it's a soundbite for whatever reason. The soundbite of Boba Fett walking in Return of the Jedi is replicated at the last scene in uh, Mandalorian. Or just people could be making shit up because I'm taking this from a 16-year-old, so just say it. <laughs> anyway, um, the other thing that is continually amazing that um, has turned a into... More or less a what feels like a gay porn series, considering how much like dongs and asses that we're looking at is Watchmen. <laughs> so, Jared, mm. are you all caught up on Watchmen? Yes. And the liberal or social men being naked. The Sorry. social justice warriors have taken another great character from the white race in <laughs> Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> 
<laughs> My goodness. Thanks a lot. <laughs> it's nothing sacred. <laughs> All right. So, Beth, have you watched any of the series yet? No, I haven't. Did you read the like the original Watchmen like comic book? Have you seen the original Watchmen? I've movie? seen the Watchmen movie. Yeah. Okay. Now, if when you remember the Watchmen movie, what are like the things that kind of pop out at you? What do you remember the most? Is it a giant blue penis? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't remember it the most, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, no. they have created an entire storyline around um, Dr. Manhattan's <laughs> giant dong, which we have seen in this last episode of The Watchmen. So, like, it just, like, sincerely, like, the, the series is great. Like, I'm really interested in the series. I love where it's going. Like, every, everything seems to be real good. It seems to be harping back to the graphic novel more than it is the, the, the movie by any stretch of the imagination. I think it's interesting. I think Regina King is fantastic in it um jeremy irons is fantastic in it like every it's great but every once in a while i feel there is this unnecessary level of like nudity that shows up in these <laughs> movies that we're just kind of dealing with so jared can you get beyond that and kind of see it for its more cultural context or are you locked in on just like jesus christ what the hell is that like i am no i feel like i i generally love it um, but on the penis subject, I have the greatest Easter egg <laughs> in history for you. So, Beth, you said you haven't seen you haven't seen the show, right? But you've seen the movie. No. Okay. So, there's an entire episode where the character that was played by I think it was Mullen Ackerman in the movie. Um, mm -hmm. She's like she's I mean it's a sequel, so she's like in her 60s, 70s now, whatever. Blah blah blah. And if you'll remember, she was dating Dr. Manhattan, and there's an entire episode where she's, like, trying to get this briefcase. You're like, what the hell is in this briefcase? <laughs> so she, op she opens the briefcase, and it is a approximately, let's call it, 15-inch blue dildo. <laughs> And a picture, and a picture of, and a picture of Doctor Manhattan. Now here is the here is the Easter egg. Rob, do you remember the nickname? Okay. Do you remember the nickname for for said 15-inch dildo? That she gave it? <laughs> if it's not Big Blue, I, I think it is a missed opportunity to it. She called it Excalibur. Here is why that is. <laughs> here is why that is an Easter egg. Do okay. Doctor Manhattan has been living as a human whose name is Calvin Abar, as in Cal Abar, as in the dildo is Excalibur. Get it? <laughs> this has been confirmed by the producers as a real thing. Uh my god <laughs> greatest easter egg i've ever fucking heard of <laughs> see it's that level of detail exactly. and writing that makes watchmen so good <laughs> a penis is aside though it is fucking great i think it really is <laughs> so beth even though you have not seen watchmen at this point as as much as we're kind of making fun of like this ridiculous part of it i think there is a like, if you have the ability to see this series, it is very good. The kind of the, the interesting thing about it is that nobody seems to know what it's about. Um, nobody seems to know where it's going. And even though it kind of helps to have a knowledge of the original uh, comic book, I think it's a good accompaniment. Mm -hmm. You really don't need to know that much other than these kind of characters exist in this world. Mm -hmm. So the series kind of continues to be great. And every week I kind of like... Well, you know, it's a little, you know, it's so different one episode to the next 
but I think we've gotten to a point. I think we're on season finale next week, aren't we, Jerry? Yeah, nine. I think nine is the season. That's, we just watched eight. <laughs> so Beth, what the fuck? How come you're not watching? This <laughs> I know, and I remember when the trailer came out. I was like, I, and I love Regina King, and you say she's great in it. So I know there's just so much to watch, and Anthony's telling me I need to watch V Wars, and I'm just like, I I want to. There's just so much. Are you watching V Wars? No, I haven't yet. Anthony watched it, and he said I would really like it. And he knows my taste, so I'm gonna give Jared, it a are you shot. Watching it? What is V Wars? Laura Vandervoort, Ian Summerhalder. Oh, well, like, well, like V the miniseries? I don't know. It's called V Wars. It just came out on Netflix. <laughs> no, it's it's. I don't. It's not V like. Isn't aliens, it like vampires? It's V something. like vampires. Yeah. yeah oh. Like, yeah, so. Wasn't she on V though? The reboot. The reboot. Laura Vandervoort. I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> Anthony would know, but he's not here. Anthony would know. <laughs> He's playing with his baby and his dog. Okay. <laughs> all right. So um, as we're kind of wrapping all this stuff up, um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was I finished finally, because it took forever, The Irishman. Did anybody else finish this six to 12 hour movie? <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> So, on, on, on last discussion, I, oh my god, I found this thing to be unwatchable. Like, short of like the exciting ice cream scene that was shot in my hometown, like that was the highlight of the movie for me for the first you know hour and twenty minutes that this movie existed. And it's like it's all CG. Um, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino and Joe Pesci faces which is very kind of like disturbing as you're actually watching it. So I finally got to be able to finish this epic of three and a half hours. And like, Jared, did you finish it? I did finish it. And it uh, there's parts of it I love. Like there's scenes I really love. And I liked seeing those three guys together. But it didn't have to be that long. Like it just it just kept going and going and going. It was at the point I was like, I need a nap. Like... <laughs> So and I guess here's the question. Are we so programmed to watch this thing because we have all of these big names in it, like Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Martin Scorsese, Joe Pesci? Are we so programmed that we feel we need to not only watch this thing, but to like praise it because all these guys are in here? But at the end of the day, if we were to take these things and pull those guys out and put somebody else in – like Jesus, is it like is it worth the what? At the end of the day, when that movie's finally done and we're like we're done, is that three and a half hours well spent, or is that three and a half hours saying like, wow, these guys are almost dead, so we might as well watch them a little <laughs> bit longer? I mean, kind of like I was kind of it's was really different than I was expecting. Like I thought it was kind of going to be where when it was done, you can say like, okay, you have you have Goodfellas Casino and then The Irishman, and that's kind of like. You know, it's, it's those that same group, uh, except for Pacino, obviously. But, like, they kind of would, like, fit the, together as a, kind of like a weird trilogy of sorts. But I think that may have been Wolf of Wall Street because this thing was, like, totally super – like, there was no fun at all. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was no obligatory Rolling Stones song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Beth, did you see any of this? Yeah, I've watched half of it. I still haven't finished it. Um and I know Tyler gave me shit because I haven't finished it, but <laughs> I have liked enjoyed it a lot so far. And but 
at the same time, what you said is exactly true. Like everybody has to watch it because it's these legends because, and that's why I'm sure it's getting nominated for a bunch of awards. I mean, it's not to say that they're, I think their acting is great in it. And, um, and I, like I said, I enjoy the movie so far, but I do think a lot of the reason is we're just programmed to have to see it because of these legendary actors and director and, I think that's where all the hype is. I think I think that's it. I really do. And it's you know, if you're the best comparison for this thing is going to be either Casino or Goodfellas. I don't I don't know how you address this movie without looking at those movies because you're you're dealing with the same actors. You're dealing with the same director. And I know it's not fair, but it's just that's the reality of it all. And if we're really kind of meant to look at all these guys and see how much they've they've progressed in their craft shit and not to be shitty but it's like you look at goodfellas and casino they're like interesting exciting movies as jared said there's there's some comedy in there that you're like you're not sitting there just depressed and angry the whole time whereas this thing it just feels like it is slow storytelling it's one scene after another and it's just like what the hell like what like we get it it's like we're, we're like we see where the story is going before it actually gets there. And that's coming from somebody who really doesn't know the Jimmy Hoffa story. But like, man, what the hell? Jared, am I alone yeah. in this? No, you're not. Like- and like like so the and there's so many weird things about it. the the de aging thing, like sometimes it looks okay. Like you don't I didn't notice it, and then sometimes it just looks like a video game and it's horrible. But even when it does work, like the fact that they're in their seventies kind of like like the the scene I was thinking about, I think I mentioned this on the Discord app, was when De Niro kills uh, what's that comedian's name, Sebastian Montesalco in the uh, oh, the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. like Sebastian right. like runs out and like <laughs> De Niro kill like, kills him outside. But I'm like, if this was a real thing, like it looked like he was, Sebastian Montesalco was being chased by a zombie that he just couldn't get away from. <laughs> <laughs> like he looks and, like De Niro. Like he in the scene, he was de-aged to look around like around forty-ish. But like he was he was moving like a dude in his seventies. Like he was like he was not looking like a killer. So there's this um, Netflix just put it out. It's it's called like Conversation with like the Irishman or something to that effect. And it's this half hour long like just you know there these the four people are sitting in like a booth in a restaurant just bullshitting about the movie. And Martin Scorsese even comes out and says, like, hey, you know, there's a lot of scenes that you guys are moving, but you're moving like old men. You're moving (laughs) like old men that are supposed to be playing people in their 40s. And, like, people who are shooting it are like, you know, it took them a long time to get out of that chair. Like, does that really representative of a 40-year-old man? And then, you know, the Scorsese is supposed to go over and be like, hey, you need to do that a little bit faster. But there is a, like, level of, like, ability that a, you know, 70, almost 80-year-old man has to get out of a chair or to walk up steps or to, like, kick the shit out of, like, an <laughs> Italian stand-up comedian. And these guys just don't have it. And it's too bad because is it – does it is this movie better casted with younger people? I would have been totally cool with if they did what they did with Godfather 2, like cast a younger version of everyone. Like, if you shoot it properly, like, everyone will understand they're the same people. <laughs> like, right. oh, they, when they were younger. Uh, yeah, I just really, did, I mean, it made, I don't even know if that would have helped. Like, it's really, 
it's just so long and i get what scorsese was going for but it like what i could never do that movie in one sitting i debated going to see it in the theater because i was so stoked for it and i'm so glad i didn't it's i think it took me three <laughs> sittings maybe <laughs> it's three and a half hours jesus christ so, Beth, based on our glowing review, are you super excited to finish this movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to finish it. I I, I think, I mean, at the conversation on Discord, I think you guys were, like, way overcritical of it. But you know, I'm also the <laughs> the optimist when it comes to movies and stuff. So, but, yeah, I'm, I definitely want to finish it still. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't call it bad by any stretch, but... Uh, I mean, there, I've seen significantly worse movies this year. It's like, there's probably a good two-hour movie in there somewhere if they just took the hacks onto it a bit. But I agree. I think <laughs> yeah. casting different actors to play the younger versions of them would have made it way better. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think that's the piece of this thing that would have made everybody happy or at least, you know, made everybody satisfied. I, there's, there's a lot of people that I speak to about this thing. Everyone seems to have the same critique. Of just the a the length and the b is like the kind of the not the disturbing looks on everybody's faces because it's so cg generated but yet on the other hand people are like celebrating of how good the cg looks but it's like it's a mixture it's a mixture of like good cg but like you need the acting to be behind it and these guys are old let them be old and if they move like move like old men, shit, like let them move like old men. You can't get a seventy-year-old person to move around like a thirty-year-old. Just saying, not to be like that guy. And incidentally, I think if you cast younger actors, the movie would have been shorter because they could have moved faster. <laughs> <laughs> not so much reflecting. But- All right, so as as we're kind of rounding it out tonight, I think the last thing that we want to talk about is. Uh, we had an actor just celebrated um, a big uh, birthday this week, um, Mr. Jeff Bridges, who apparently is turning 70 this year off of uh, December 4th, so it was like two weeks ago, but whatever. So Jeff Bridges, you know, everybody's favorite Big Lebowski. So just like it's... You know, at, like personally, I love Jeff Bridges, you know, beyond like Big Lebowski. He's always a guy that kind of pops on the screen and kind of makes me smile. Um, so I'm kind of curious here is where everybody falls as far as their favorite Jeff Bridges movie, favorite Jeff Bridges scene, or just kind of like what 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 about this guy is uh, is relatively appealing or kind of means something to anybody. Uh, Beth, what do you think? You know, what's so crazy is I was like going through his uh his movies i'm like what the hell like i have not seen very many jeff bridges movies and i'm like <laughs> how is that possible like and i'm just like nope 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 so like i'm not a really good one i've never seen the big lebowski i know i know what? i know i know i know, I know. <laughs> um yeah it's like uh, my favorite one that i have seen and it's a newer one it has to be hell or high water because i did watch that and i really really like that but yeah, I don't I, think I've I haven't ever seen, seen that movie. It's on Netflix. It's really, really good. What is it about? Um, it's Chris Pine. Oh, sorry, real quick update on the Chris Pine situation. Anthony doesn't have a problem with Chris Pine, so I was right and you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all the other Chris's, yeah. Just Chris so we all Pine, check. He said he's gotcha. a good in a supporting role. He said he doesn't think he's a leading man, but yeah, he he does he doesn't have mind Chris Pine. Anyway, yeah, it's Chris Pine and Ben Foster and their brothers and they're like bank robbers. 
and it's like kind of like oh you wouldn't like it it's kind of like a westerny feel to i don't it. mind like, westerns <laughs> i just like oh, i know Jesus, i know what say i just like, bury these things <laughs> all right so good and yeah and he's like the the sheriff or cop trying to like track these guys down uh and it's, it's not r.i.p pd huh yeah sure oh that r.i.p yeah, that was that movie he was in with Brian Reynolds. Yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I. Oh, I see it right here. That's all I got. All right, Jarrett. So, besides, I don't want to say Lebowski. It's obviously Lebowski. <laughs> so, besides Big Lebowski, <laughs> <laughs> which incidentally I hated the first time I saw Lebowski. Like I watched it, I was like, just like fuck this fucking movie. What the fuck? And then like, are you kidding? Like, I, all the I shit movies know. you watch. You and, and, hey, I'm movie? not saying I hate it. I, it grew on me at some point. I was like, all right, this is really good. But I, nice. I don't know. I was in a mood. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't remember. I'm looking at his thing right now. I can't find it. There was some movie where he played the president, and it was about um the the plot. He wasn't the main character. Like the plot was uh it was about the first female vice president. I can't remember what the hell it was called. The Contender. There it is. Okay. Uh, and it's <laughs> he's like he's in it, and he's just like so into being the president. Like his the joke is uh, like it's a drama, but he's like kind of almost the comic relief as the president. And he's always just like his <laughs> like the big kick is like he'll have a big dramatic scene, and then he'll just like call his like staff and be like, "Yeah, can someone get me like a shark steak sandwich?" Like he's just really into like all the ridiculous <laughs> perks of being the president. <laughs> So that one I like a lot, and of course, okay. and you know, of course, R.I.P.D. and uh, <laughs> uh, Tr- Tron Two. You know, everyone loves Tron Two. <laughs> wow, That's no, I, Tron Two. Did you like Tron? Did you like that one? I wasn't crazy about it. No, I like Tron One. I I did not get Tron Two at all. Have you watched? Not a movie that was made for me. Have you watched Tron lately? Like, I'm not sure it's actually good. The first one. Yeah. Oh, I continue to love that movie. There, there will always be love for that movie. I can sit through that thing all day. You know what? I'm looking at this. I'm with Beth, and I haven't seen as many of his movies as I thought I did. There's a lot of... I've heard of maybe like one in eight of them. Wow. Like, like what is... <laughs> what is the adult? Jared, I feel like we're like getting back in sync after yeah. that whole scream debacle. <laughs> I feel like we're, 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 we're coming back together. I still haven't watched Scream 4, but I did download it. I'll watch it at some point. So my favorite Jeff Bridges movie is a – I mean, I fairly – I feel confused that you guys have not seen it – is The Fisher King with, um, you know, Robin Williams, the Terry Gilliam movie that had to be like early 90s. Um, he plays a radio – like a shock jock and um, kind of, you know, convinces a listener to um, end up walking into a restaurant and not to be kind of like morbid, but go in there with a gun and shoot up the place. And one of the people that he kills is Robin Williams' wife. And so Robin Williams, dealing with the grief, becomes like a fucking loon and he ends up being homeless. But not only does Robin Williams lose his mind, but Jeff Bridges loses his mind once he finds out. It's like it's this great, 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 super great movie. Um, I feel like you guys haven't seen it. Mm-mm. Have you not the, seen it? I don't think nope. I have. No. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right. Oh, uh. Anyway, so if you have not seen it, it is a super great movie, early 1990s, very reminiscent of those kind of like, you know, those 90s Terry Gilliam movies, um, you know, probably best related to 12 Monkeys as far as like tone is concerned. 
but like a great Jeff Bridges movie. Not really a funny Robin Williams movie, so like don't go into it looking for like the funny. It's a little disturbing and weird, but like, eh, what are you going to do? It's interesting to me that Big Lebowski is in your top 10 all-time favorite movies, sure. but it's not your favorite Jeff Bridges movie. It, I mean, it is my favorite Jeff Bridges yeah, movie, but we need to bring something a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we can't go for the obvious. <laughs> We're going to go for like the next level. <laughs> but Fisher King is is in that top. Shit, am I? Sh- Did I do that for my top 10? What? Was I don't remember. Fisher King. Oh, like it's simple. Oh, like no. that top 10 kind of generates all over. I know yeah. I've talked about that because it was like. I talked about like one of my favorite scenes and one of my favorite scenes comes out of that movie, which is like this grand central station, like dancing scene. I just can't remember when the heck we talked about it, but whatever. So anyway, <laughs> great movie. If you haven't seen it, totally see it. So here's the last thing we need to talk about. Everybody ready? Everybody sitting? Everybody kind of prepared? Is this, is this a, are we ad lib? Are we is this a hot free, scoop? St- free balling yeah, it is, right now? A, according to you? This, yeah, we're free balling right now. This is the last thing we need to talk about because I feel like this is big because I need to figure this shit out. So here is the question. San Diego Comic-Con or Star Wars Celebration? So right now on the Discord app, there's a little bit of a debate of like which event we're going to go to because apparently all the East Coast guys do is fly out to the West Coast to appease the West Coast people. <laughs> so I guess that's kind of like where our roles are at this point. So instead of, you know, besides shout out to Damien, who came out to the East Coast, love you, buddy. We apparently have to continually fly out to California to see all these fools. So, Jared, we have to figure out Star Wars Celebration or San Diego Comic-Con. What are we doing? I mean, as an event, I would rather go to Comic-Con, but it's not that big of a... If we weren't even going to go in that much, like, I don't really care too much. If they want to go to Star Wars convention, fine, let's go to Star Wars... <laughs> let's go to the Celebration. Will you be Will you be waiting on a six-hour line to get action figures and leave me alone all day? Is that, that weird? That Is that fun. too much? I don't feel like that's too much. <laughs> Beth, because yes. you are a determining factor in all of this, which would you prefer to go to? I have a very strong opinion on this... Uh this question but i didn't i didn't reply on the discord app because i just didn't i didn't want to like i don't know okay so my thing with it is star wars celebration is local to us to like me anthony gerald all of us so everybody coming here for that we're all going to go to the convention together, and then you guys are going to go to your hotels. I'm going to go home. Anthony's going to go home. Gerald's going to go home. Greg's going to go home. Or, you know, maybe Damien's going to stay with Anthony. You guys all aren't staying with Anthony because he's got a baby. So we're going to see each other for a couple hours at the convention as a group, maybe go eat or something, and then ta-ta. Like, oh, you know, at Comic-Con, I mean, I know Tyler's going to – he's coming out for Star Wars, so he's not coming to Comic-Con, so that sucks. Sure. Like. But at Comic-Con, we're all on vacation together for, like, three, four, five days. We're all staying together. We're all together, like, the whole time. So I feel like that's more of a group fun thing as opposed to just spending the day together at Celebration. And uh, that's just my opinion on it. I know everyone's already bought their tickets. Not you two, but everyone on the (laughs) West Coast has bought their Celebration tickets. So we're going regardless. I just feel like for a trip. For you guys to come out here, Comic-Con would be better because there's more time, all of us spending the whole time together. 
Oh, interesting. So that's my. That is that's, that is a great argument. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So like, I got two. Like, I'm on the fence because I got obviously at the San Diego. I, we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks. I got to deal with my kid's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, with star wars celebration i start work that week Mm. um and i either start monday or tuesday i actually don't know my schedule just yet so that kind of becomes a little bit hairy of like when that whole thing could actually take place so jared i was actually kind of leaving it up to you of like which one you were leaning more towards i would i I would prefer comic-con if we're being honest oh yeah because regardless anthony me gerald Probably Greg. I I don't know about Damien. I would assume maybe we're all still going to Comic Con. It sucks that Tyler's not, and he had to choose one or the other. And you know he's got a family, so he chose Star Wars Celebration because you got Disneyland. You got it's more makes more sense to him with his family and stuff. But I just think Comic Con's more of a something we're all going somewhere different together. <laughs> anyway. And I'm like I get. You know, <laughs> I, al- like, I, I also maintain that this Haley situation is easily solved with a small five-minute conversation. <laughs> uh, exactly. He's. I don't. I don't know. It's. I don't get it. Why are you petrified <laughs> of your child? As it's not petrified. Like, listen. I'm. T- I'm taking this from like two. Like, I'm. It's. I. This kid is gonna be 15. She's my baby. I need to be there. So it becomes like a, you know, it's a thing that we do. We need to kind of be there and s- celebrate the birth of this kid. Um, so it's like it, there's a level of guilt that would be there if I wasn't there for my kid's birthday. Like, I feel bad. Like, I need to at least be there in the morning to say happy birthday to my firstborn um, before I go and hang out with you fools for four days. Rob, have you so ever heard of um, FaceTime? I did, but like <laughs> FaceTime and like in person time, like because it becomes what what is your priority? What do you like prioritize? Am I prioritizing flying out to San Diego? Or am I prioritizing you know the the birth of my child? So it is yeah. Kind of you like, did, but you also have to think to how it how important it is to her. If it was something where she's like, Dad, you have to be here on my birthday. Like, oh my God, I'm gonna be so sad. Like. She's going to be like, thanks, dad, and go to school. Like, or, go, yeah. you know, I don't, you know, I don't know. I could tell you that that is absolutely what it's going to be. Like, mm-hmm. it'll be like, happy birthday, sweetheart. And she'll be like, thanks. And mm-hmm. then she'll walk away and, like, see you later. But it's like, I guess it's more of an ego thing, yeah. maybe. Um, you want but her I tell to, you, you what, know, want you there. I want her to be like, daddy, you can't go hang mm-hmm. out with your friends. Yeah. Because you see, you don't want to ask birthday. her because you know she's going to tell you, go ahead and go. I don't care. <laughs> And if we're deep in, if we're diving into deep psychology here, maybe that's where we're at. <laughs> Just saying. But um, I got to tell you, there's a level of if Tyler was going to San Diego, that would help. Wow. So not to call Tyler out, but like Tyler. Tyler's like not going to San Diego. He already got tickets for Star Wars. I mean, he could still go to Anaheim for Star Wars Celebration. Nah, but like he's not doing both. You know, he had to choose, great. and he chose. It would be great if he went to San Diego <laughs> as well. I don't want to say it, but there it is. So I don't know. So Jared, you don't care. But I, I, I don't care. I don't care if I had to pick one of the other. I would have rather gone to Comic Con. But if everyone's going to Star Wars, then fine. Fuck it, I'll go to this. I'll go to Star Wars. Yeah. See, all I right. wish it was like we were all going to Star Wars, or we were all gonna like get an Airbnb in Anaheim together, like we do at San Diego. Which I mean, I guess we could, but I just don't. I don't think. 
but all Anthony's you guys gonna are within be like 20 minutes from home place, he's right? not gonna yeah. yeah like he's not gonna not go home that night or after right. you know i don't know also what star wars shit is gonna be going on like the movies will be done like i mean all the yeah. i'm i'm gonna need all the baby mo- baby yoda merch but right <laughs> <laughs> that's really what it comes down to <laughs> and to be totally honest i really like i like star wars celebrations but i'm not like eager to go but everybody seems to be going to this thing so i mean and this just is like a if everybody jumps off a bridge the yeah. fun part about it is it's not even going into the con it's that's why Jarrett, when you were like oh we're not we're not going to go in, but that's not even the fun part. It's all just being together and yeah, hanging out and shit. So, all right. Well, Jared, anyway. you and I need to figure this shit out in the next couple of weeks. All right. Just saying. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. So that being said, we are that kind of that should wrap up the week. Unless you guys got something else to add. Oh, real quick, I do want to add. Yeah. Sure. I watched Joker this weekend. Nice. And well, like I was being super narcissistic earlier and I was listening to one of our old podcasts and it was (laughs) the one where you actually talked about um, seeing the movie. And like, I am with you. Like, I never want to see that movie again. Like, it was fucking amazing, (laughs) but I don't ever want to see it again. Like, I like some of those. And I know people still haven't seen it. I don't want to ruin it for like Anthony and stuff. But some of those like death scenes that just popped out of nowhere like i i was anyway (laughs) (laughs) so good movie just totally don't want to see it don't ever want to see it again but very very good it's the uh it's the requiem for a dream of comic book movies (laughs) yeah yeah yes we're good all right well i'm glad you enjoyed it and i'm glad you and i are on the same page yeah good can't wait for the sequel yeah all right jarrett up <laughs> you have anything to add schmo uh unless we want to talk about uh watchman's penis some more then um uh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> all right all right kids and that could uh, that's gonna wrap up the week so um thanks you thank you both for being out here and hopefully we'll see anthony next week if not the week after and i think we still have time before we'll probably squeeze in another pod before christmas what is it it's the 11th. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll do we another week, you know, so. or the holidays. Celebrate the holidays. So um, this is a Christmas show. All right. So um, <laughs> it's a Scrooge thing. No big deal. All right. So I'll see you guys next week, if not the week after. Be good. That's another pop culture news podcast completed. I hope you enjoyed it. I want to thank um, Anthony for continuing to have faith in us to do these all by our lonesomes. Um, and uh, thanks to Beth. Thanks for Jared for jumping on. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We can always use those five-star reviews and appreciate them on Apple Podcasts. Also, uh, give us that like rate on Podbean, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Tell a friend. Tell a billion friends. And uh, don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram at The Morning Geekdom. And uh, we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman. Thank you.